Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everybody. It's your girl, Sonia McQueen, with your mind, your body, your choice. Today, we have a guest speaker, and it is going to be just a very light podcast today. Um, It's another person I know and love dearly, who means a lot to me and my family, and um, you're going to hear like a pause because I recorded the conversation over the weekend and I'm attaching it to this. So thank you all for listening, introducing me. Well, it's good to hear your voice and hear your smile. You know me, I love hearing smiles. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because smiles, you know, if, if you hear smiles, then you know the person is in a good spirit, good mind and everything. So I, I love hearing smiles and people can tell a lot just by hearing your smile. I, I love, love that. that. Hearing a smile. <laughs> I love that, you guys. You heard that. Not seeing it, you're hearing the smiles. And I am smiling, so she's right. <laughs> she's absolutely right. I met Rita, I don't know how many years ago, Rita. Oh, Jesus. Um, it's been quite some time. Quite some time back in Kansas City. Yes, we we went to the same church, and that's where I met her and her absolutely beautiful mother. And Rita used to invite me over for Sunday dinner sometimes after church, and I looked forward to just sitting there. Um, (laughs) Who knitted or crocheted? Both of us did. Okay. Watching them do that and the dinners cooking and sitting there talking to her mom and It was just a beautiful, loving, loving time before I moved. But Rita told me something exciting, which is what I um, wanted to share with everybody. So Rita, when we were in the choir, I know I was a size six. What size were you? About a 22, 24. Okay. And and I'm just going to pick a year, 2012. Uh which was 10 years ago and some months, because we're in 23 now. Mm -hmm. How old were you, if you don't mind sharing? Oh, Lord, now you got me using math. Just go back (laughs) 10 years. How old were you 10 years ago? Uh, 10 years ago, I was 58. 58. So she was 56 then. She was 56, Mm -hmm. and she was in Mm -hmm. a size 20. Mm -hmm. All right. So... um, that makes you 68. Yes. And at this age, you've lost some weight. I have. You had bypass I, surgery. I did not. <laughs> I just threw that out there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> no, you did it the, the old fashioned way you worked at it. You worked at it, and um, I'm telling you guys, people think once you get a certain age, you can't help anything, you gain weight, you spread, you do this, and everybody blames it on age. Or they'll say, well, I had kids when I was younger, and you know, it catches up with you when you get older, and, and I got this spread, and you can't help it. When you get a little older, you'll see. But people like Rita show us that's not true. She also had a child and um, she went through life and she's going through life and she is not 
40 years old. She's still young, nope. but she's not 40. <laughs> and she lost a lot of weight. What size are you now? I'm a size 14, 16, more on the 16. Absolutely beautiful. Full of vigor. You got a lot of energy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us what you changed in your life besides getting out of Kansas City. Well, <laughs> getting out of Kansas City was the one thing. Um, <laughs> not that Kansas City was bad and everything. It was just it was just time to go after mom had passed. Um, it, it was time for me to do something. I had made a promise uh, to my mother that I would start living my life because um, she made me promise that to her. And so what I decided to do was my sister uh, said, I have a six bedroom house. When you decide to retire, she said, there's a room with your name on it. She said, you don't have to work. You don't have to do anything. She said, just when you decide to. So I came on up here. I went to a community center uh, to a party that my sister was hosting. She's an event planner. And uh, when the weather broke, because I moved up here in the middle of the winter. New York in the middle of winter. Yeah, and, and not just New York. Buffalo, <laughs> Buffalo New York. <laughs> in the middle of the winter, uh, December 15th. I'll never forget that day. And uh, then when the weather broke and I was able to see asphalt, I started learning the city a little bit and the center is like a five minute drive from where I live so I went up there and I talked to the director she showed me around had me to come back so as from that day on which was in March um, I started doing line dancing <laughs> line dance for a whole hour um, I do stretch band uh, exercise and we do that for a half hour. And I was doing Tai Chi on Fridays because they, they had that. Um, before you knew it, um, I went to my first doctor's appointment in Buffalo. And the person told me that I weighed 223 pounds. And I looked at her and I looked at the scale and I told her that her scale was broke. <laughs> And because when, because when I got here, I was weighing close to 280. Wow. So I, told her, I said, your, your scale is broke. You know, I said, that can't be. So got back on it again. And it said 223. And got back on it a third time. And I, I accepted it. And then I was so excited. I started crying in the doctor's office. Because uh -huh. I, I didn't know what I did. All, all, the only thing I did was um, go to the center and line dance. Um, and, and that's about it. And did a little bit of walking, but mainly just the line dancing. Basically, what I started doing was living life. Absolutely. I, I made that promise to my mom, and I just started doing it. Absolutely. So my my Absolutely. sister would take me places my niece would take me places and everything and I just started living I, I want to tell the listeners that when I said I would go have dinner at Rita's with her and her mother Rita was her mother's caregiver so it's not like Rita 
would leave church and then go hang out with her friends or um, go visit everybody and spend her time with. She went home and took care of her mother. She would get off of work and come home and take care of her mother. She made sure her mother ate. She was clothed. And I cannot tell you guys, words cannot express how sweet Rita's mom was. I, I cannot, I, I called her mom. I don't even think I ever knew her name. I called her mom. It was Zinya with an X, Zinya Allen. And ev everybody called her mom. Um, she was just, if, if, if you needed, she took you as you were. Wherever you was in life, that's how she took you. So if, if you needed a mom at that time, she was there. And I didn't Absolutely. mind sharing her. You didn't sure didn't. Her. You didn't mind sharing her because we sure <laughs> loved her, boy. And she sure loved that on us all. So the thing is, sometimes when you're a caregiver and you put all your energy, thought, focus, and love and attention into another person, you put yourself to the side. Absolutely. And I'm sure that's what you did because I, I don't remember ever seeing you without your mom. Right. So right. you you took that job seriously and you did an excellent job with it. But doing so, you know, other than maybe people coming over your house, and I know you had a sister in Kansas City, mm -hmm. your mom was there, you didn't really do anything for you. No. Um, I stopped doing theater when, when she started getting... Um, the, uh, when her condition started going down because I used to do theater and uh, I stopped. So I, because then she couldn't be there to see me. She would always be there and she would be on the first row or second row or third row so that I can see her. She was my biggest critic. <laughs> and, and it just wasn't really the same without her there. So I just you know, stayed at home and made sure she had what she needed and, and what she wanted because she deserved it. She deserved it. If I would tell anybody um, that it was an honor to do that. It mm. was an honor to take care of my mom, you know, and, and I enjoyed every minute of it. And um, she she would, would have you laughing and, and she joked and everything. But um, the one thing she used to tell me was I needed to take care of myself. So I would try to do the best that I could, but she was always my priority. She was my priority. So yeah, when you're a caregiver, that your rights on you, you, you do put yourself aside because you want to make sure that you're doing the best job possible, you know, for that person, because that person depends on you. And, and you want to make sure that everything is right with that person. And then with the, whatever is left over, and it may not be much, but whatever is left over, then you take for yourself. But mm -hmm. first, you, you make sure that person is taken care of. It's, it's, it's like parents taking care of their children. Whatever's left over is for them, but they make sure that that child has what, what that child needs and everything. So it, it, absolutely it, it, beautiful. It was an honor. It was an honor to do so. Yeah. I'm going to tell you guys something about Rita that I'm sure has changed because she lives in New York, Buffalo. 
Rita did not <laughs> like to drive in the snow. And I don't know, just this is going to show because I've had enough podcasts for you guys to know I wasn't that nice. Um, <laughs> but I genuinely loved Rita. And I would leave my house and go the opposite way. I would have to go in the city, in the snow, on ice to pick up Rita, to take <laughs> her deeper into the city, the total opposite way of where I worked. And drop her off at work because she would not drive in the snow. <laughs> and I would drive all the way back and go to work myself. And, you know, I even thought about that. I was like, wait, I worked in Lenexa. <laughs> <laughs> How in the world? I worked in Kansas and I'm taking her downtown. But I guess it could have it could have worked out. But um, <laughs> I, I know now you drive in the snow, huh? I do drive in the snow and and um, I started doing that a little bit um, before I left Kansas City too because um, I had to get around. And, <laughs> I mean, you know, and not that I wouldn't catch the bus because I, I would catch the bus if it was real, real bad, I would catch the bus. And, but um, I would get up in old dark 30 in the morning and drive there's nobody on the streets but me and get to <laughs> and get to where I need to get to and I just sit there in the parking lot till everybody else came and then I can go into the bank but you know other than but now with me being retired is the beauty of this is if the snow is real real bad I don't need to be out in it anyway so I don't <laughs> go out there <laughs> but I but now I do drive in the snow and I, I got a new car. I got an SUV. It's, it's a little SUV. And my niece told me, she said, Auntie, you need to have an all-wheel drive up here. That's I right. said, okay. So I got an all-wheel drive and me and, and, and my car, I call her Scarlett because she's red. Me and Scarlett, we just go. <laughs> Whatever we're going to do. And everything. She my has car's our red. I call her <laughs> Lucille. <laughs> she has all the safety features. She has a thing where my tires uh, will adjust to the road, uh, however the road is. And then she has heated seats and a heated steering wheel. <laughs> I mean, you know, all, all the fancy things, you know, not real, real fancy, but fancy enough for me. <laughs> and, and we just, it's just me driving her. So, you know, I take my time and I just go. Yeah, I, I just wanted, listen, listeners, this podcast really, even though it's very light, it's just about two things, two things, being faithful to your word, and Rita was that. She took care of her mother. She was faithful to God's word, and she took care of her mother. She took excellent care of her mother, and when her mother passed, she was true to her word, to her mother. And started taking better care of herself and living her life. She didn't say, oh, well, I'm 60 plus now. My life is just about over. So I might as well sit here and spread. <laughs> no. She didn't. She moved. She joined a line dancing thing. She Hopefully she'll get back into theater. She's traveling. She's enjoying her life. She is not doing things in vain. Her mother's, her mother's request did not go 
unheard and it is not going unanswered. That's the first thing. Second Mm -hmm. thing is for everybody who says, I am too old to lose weight. It is what it is. You're wrong. You're never too old. You're never too old. You're never too old. And I know that there are sometimes people need to have the bypass, but if you don't need it and you're just lazy, and I'm not even trying to be mean, but I do know there are some people who are just lazy. They don't want to work out. They want the weight gone with none of the the things that you have to do to lose weight. Try it. Try it. Rita wasn't, Rita's tall. So I want to make that clear. Rita wasn't like round. She's tall and she was evenly portioned. So she doesn't, she didn't look like she was 280 anything at all. Um, At all. So Rita, how tall are you? I'm 5'8". She's a giant, you guys. <laughs> I'm five three and three quarters. She's a giant. So, <laughs> but, you, but you know, Sonia, the, one of the things, not only with me making them promise to my mom, uh, one of the things I had made up my mind to do is to decide the quality of life that I want mm. for myself. And once you decide on what the quality of life that you want for yourself then you go, you're going to work to get that quality of life, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it doesn't have to be line dancing. You can take a walk somewhere, you know, just go out and, and, and just walk. Like I, t- and, and now Sonia, you didn't know this, but now I teach, um, it's called get fit while you sit. And I teach it to the seniors at the center that, uh huh, that has, that, that has uh, mobility problems. So they have to do their exercise sitting down. So we call it line dancing, sitting down. And um, I teach that to them. And, and it's the quality of life that you want. Um, when people look at me and they don't believe the age that I am because the class that I teach I am um, older than some of the seniors there. <laughs> <laughs> and, they, and they think I'm really young until they find out how old I am. But it's the quality of life. That's basically what it is. How do you want to live your life? If, if- Rita does have a baby face, y'all, with these cute um, <laughs> cheeks like, you know, like Indians and, and babies. So when she smiles, her whole face lights up and her cheeks just go up. It's just, she does have a cute <laughs> little young face. So I can see it. <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's, that's what I do. Um, I sometimes I have these aches and bang, pains that yeah, I say, Oh Lord, thank you for the aches and pains. Now I got to get moving. You can, <laughs> you, you, you can stop now. And everything, and I get up and I do what I have to do. You know, I go to the center and I I teach my class or I do my exercise, you know, or I just go walking. Sometimes I still have enough energy that I'll take myself to the mall and and I'll walk a lap, you know, just to burn off some energy. But people don't have to do what I do. Decide on the quality of life you want and then work towards that quality of life. That's, that's beautiful. It. No better words. Yeah, that's that's what I do. 
No better words. Uh, I want to end with a question. I know your book club up there. Are you still in that book club? I am. Okay. I know you guys read my first book. Did you guys read the second one? No. didn't. How many people are in the book club? Eight. I'm going to send you eight books. Okay. I'm going to send you eight books. Yes, yes, yes. You guys, one of them left a beautiful review for me. I got some wonderful, I had never, never look at my reviews. I haven't Mm -hmm. read the book. I haven't looked at the book, but I was out there the other day and I, I seen the um, review and I was like, oh, wow, this has to be the book club readers in because of the date on it. And Uh um, I said, you know what? I don't think they're able to get the second book because I had them pulled from the shelves. So I'm going to send them to you. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to send them to you. Thank you. (laughs) And I greatly appreciate you. You have any last words of love or wisdom or anything for the listeners? Well, the only thing that I have for the listeners is just what I just got to saying. Decide on the quality of life that you want to live and live it. You have to keep it moving. That's your fountain of youth. Mm. I couldn't have said it better myself, you guys. This is the the loving. If you knew her, you would love her. I promise you. If you've seen her from the smile, it's warm. She's so inviting. You would love her from the onset. This is the beautiful Rita. I appreciate you doing this podcast, but more than that, I appreciate the patience because we went from 11 to five. I had the grandbaby. So from five, it was supposed to be eight, left my phone, got my phone, couldn't get you on the podcast, couldn't get me, blah, blah, blah. But we finally did it and you waited for me and I appreciate that. That's because I love you so much. (laughs) I do. I just love you. I love you back. And when I come up there, I'm going to try to come in the dead of winter. I say that, but my husband hates cold. Um, Just so you could drive me around. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right, everybody. This (laughs) This is being your mind, your body, your choice with the guest, Rita Allen that we love dearly. If you have any messages you would like for me to share with Rita, you can send them to sonia.mcqueen69 at outlook.com. Thank you, Rita. I love you. Thank you for having me. I love you too. Bye, everybody. Thank mm-hmm. you.